0: But we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? To telephones and no to you?
1: Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name is Ryan Placetti, and I have hired a guide to take us out of the slog of the Internet's bayou of misinformation. And I'm Matt Sainson, here to pry the truth from the
2: information superhighway's clutched jaws.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan. <laughs> uh, i'm ryan stroud from <laughs> i'm uh, i'm ryan stroud from shrimp and crits and uh i'm just here to hang out man if if anyone's wondering uh this
1: laconic southerner is our guide um real quick how am i gonna
2: decide between the two ryan's here we gotta we gotta come up with, with a new name or like, if i say what do you think ryan you guys are both gonna um.
0: be uh, You can just point. That's good for an audio medium, right? Just. Uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So which which Ryan am I pointing to right now?
2: Smart guy. Uh, You're you're pointing at me. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, There you go. There you go. All right. You know
2: what? That's what I'll just do. I'll point. We're problem solved. Problem solved.
1: So, yeah, this is our oops. All Ryan episode. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's the dream.
1: Uh so Ryan is actually our second guest host from the Shrimp and Crits podcast, which airs every Monday. Is that true? Right and uh, early. Is that true? Uh so I, I think I misspoke. It's uh every other every other Monday. I just dream of a future in which Shrimp and Crits
0: comes out every Monday. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare for Ian. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, uh every every other Monday we are a, a a real play you know ttrpg just supposed to give you the feeling we're just some friends sitting around a table playing a game together and you guys wrap
1: everything up neatly in about an hour and 20 minutes on average and that's certainly not representative of six
0: to eight hours of game time oh yeah it's yeah that's we definitely just uh, record for an hour and 20 minutes
1: definitely <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing that i think is probably the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around <laughs> is the sheer amount of editing that uh, editing that goes into that process because when this is me once again opening the kimono, probably much to match yeah. You, sh- chagrin you shoot yourself, I, sh- shoot ourselves in the leg every time you do this. <laughs> so we we tend to record for usually about an hour, fifty minutes to an hour, and then I whittle it down to about forty minutes. Yeah, I can't imagine having right. six hours of audio to slog through, and then on top of that, have to worry about narrative consistency throughout. That is an amazing job that you
0: guys do. It's like the New York Times. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah, and that's that's all. Ian Ian is uh. A monster. Sometimes he hates himself for it. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, you know. Is that why the
1: fatality rate of monsters is so low on your show? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Oh, abs- absolutely. So you guys see a little bit of yourselves in in all of them? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your character on Shrimp and Crits. I think you've got one of the, I, I was going to say one of the more interesting, but there's 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 three characters. So you're definitely in the top three as far as interesting <laughs> characters go.
0: Um, yeah, I play Ray. He's just everybody's lovable, you know, hometown gator man. Nice. Uh, who helps run a wildlife retreat that he inherited from his mother. And that's so Zotic, a
1: gator Joe man Zotic. in this context is more like a gator werewolf as opposed to a gator Bigfoot. Yeah. Although although some of your iconography might might be confusing Uh, because you've definitely got silhouettes of the Gator Man walking in the distance, that sort of thing.
0: Well, column A, column B. It can be here or there. You know? You don't know what Bigfoot looks like during the day.
1: (laughs) Maybe (laughs) Bigfoot's a Gator
0: man and we don't know. He might be a gator that turns into an ape. That's why we haven't found him
2: yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're not hanging around the marshes. Yep. Did not see that coming. Uh, your character is kind of the tough guy in the group in terms of like physical prowess and strength and fighting. Uh, so I believe Matt was working on a topic. Oh yeah, yeah. This one that sort of bridges
2: the world of tough guys and gators. Um, yeah, it kind of straddles the gator, if you will. Uh, this topic comes from r slash new stupid questions uh, again, and
1: user all day porn star three asks. Could th- uh, I, I, you, you need to put your glasses on, Matt. That is all day porn poster. Oh, oh, I don't have
2: my glasses on. I, uh, you know what it is, is I, uh, I copied and pasted it, but I did not. I, I put in star, I guess, or I don't know. All right, I'll, I'll do that over again. Um, so this, user, this question comes from user <laughs> all day porn poster three asks,
1: could three John Cena's win against a full size gator? I, I think my first comment here is that clearly All Day Porn Poster has a side hustle of posting John Cena gator-related questions.
0: I want to know if he posted any John Cena gator-related porn. I'm going <laughs> to check that out real I way. do not want to know that. Yeah, you should go ahead and check that and not tell a soul. <laughs> Whatever you
2: find.
1: That's insane. Yeah. Uh, what, if, what if this is a porn question and we just assumed it was a wrestling question because of John Cena? Well, who wins in porn? <laughs> The viewer, the audience. <laughs> uh, is this a John Cena? Is this a three John Cena Gator gangbang? Is the it's question. A, it's, a, it's a Menage a
2: Cena. Yeah, Menage. A tw- it's a, the, the troika <laughs> of John Cena's. Th- three is a magic number with this guy because he's all day porn star, all day porn poster three. <clears> so <throat> three is a magic
1: number for this guy. Well, oh, it's all day porn poster. Then three months ago is when the question was posted. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, don't, I don't have my glasses on and it is showing. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a really, it's a really small font. Yeah. It's a small font. Yeah. All right. So the first thing
2: we have to establish, I think we're there talking about John Cena's <laughs> and gators, is um, whose rules are we playing by? Because I think a human would probably think it's a fist fight, but a fucking alligator is most definitely going to fight to the death. You know what I'm saying? So is this a fight to the death? I think is the first question that I want to know.
0: I, I will say if I'm, if I'm living in the shrimp and crits world, I would be the first time I would be real scared is if I knew Ian had me fighting John Cena.
1: Let (laughs) alone three, right? (laughs) Do you think there's a possibility? Because in the, in the, in the shrimp and crits universe, we are very aware of uh, Ray Ray's mother. Is there a possibility that three John Cena's are his father?
0: That's is the, he best, the product best, of best, is he the product of Gator Porn? That would be the best case scenario for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's <laughs> that's the world I want to live in, is knowing that John Cena. Actually, I'm gonna make that canon. John Cena is raised dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think there's a couple things that we have to determine here. Like what are their what are their fighting abilities on like on land and in water because these are this this encounter could happen in multiple locations or maybe we have one john cena for each milieu so it could be like one john cena fights it on the land one fights it in the sea one fights it in the air with navy seals
2: yeah right no the way i interpret the question is three john cena's against one full-size gator at once
1: like like simultaneously a a
2: john cena and three and two clones going ham on a gator yeah Okay, uh, so uh, how'd you figure it out? Well, uh, so first, I mean, alligators. Let's 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 get into the anatomy of an alligator a little bit. They can they can get up to more than twelve feet, and they can weigh as much as a thousand pounds. Um, and what's really interesting here is modern crocodiles and alligators are almost unchanged from when from the Cretaceous period. So the animals that were almost identical to the ones today also existed alongside dinosaurs. So I think that's
1: an important, like a gator is a living dinosaur kind of, you know? They've seen some shit. Uh, do you think they have the ancestral know-how of fighting dinosaurs that they could then convert into fighting John Cena? Because John Cena is kind of a dinosaur of a man. Yeah, he's he's a he's a large human for sure.
2: Um, I don't know. I, I don't think there's a collective memory when you go back 66 million years ago, right? So I'm not sure if the gators today remember what it's like to fight the dinosaurs, but they might have like instinctual You know, like what to do when coming against a large being.
0: So my so my big argument is, are we are we saying that the gator would win? I'm not. No, no. Here's my argument is it it took one happy Gilmore to take down a full size (laughs) gator. So are we saying one happy Gilmore can take down three John Cena's?
2: Man, that is uh, I don't think I don't think one happy Gilmore can take (laughs) I mean they did though. It, 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 he definitely did though, right? He he beat the gator in the movie. Spoiler alert, the movie's been. That is, that is 90s, actually
1: so. foolproof logic. Yeah,
2: yeah. For the record, I definitely think three John Cena's could take a gator. I think I could beat up a gator. That's how confident I feel.
1: I could definitely beat okay. up a gator. I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. So uh, as a child, I spent probably about two and a half years living in South Carolina, which has alligators and I was living on a Marine Corps base and the Marines would go out to the swamps, get drunk, and wrestle alligators. Rass- so, and rassle. wrestle alligators. Well, there, there's a I'm not going to tell a, them how to pronounce it. There's only a wrestle and go. Uh, wait, 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 the, all I will say then. is <laughs> the, the the Marine, specifically the Marine that I'm thinking of is a uh was a was a guy who was about five foot six from Florida, and his name was Gator. It was a short gator. for Gator Fucker because he'd go out there and he'd wrestle <laughs> oh. the alligators and it would look like
0: he was fucking a gator. All
2: right. As a child, you were hanging out so, with a gator fucker?
0: He was my neighbor. <laughs> and he went on to be all day porn poster. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah, right. <laughs> How do we notice is not the same guy? Yeah.
2: Um, so th- this is why I think j- uh, three John Cena's could take one gator. The, the jaw muscles of a gator... Um, they 're very little strength for opening they 're all on the down bite right The muscles that shut them are very strong and have about um more than twenty one hundred pounds per square inch in closing force um, which is as much to cut steel um but once the gator 's mouth is closed, you can literally take a rubber band like a big rubber band or or just your hand and you can sh- keep a gator 's mouth closed with your hand so you have one John Cena close the mouth and another one just beat the fuck out of it. And you can have another one riding it and choking it. I, th- there's any other, you know, there, there's no shortage of ways that uh, multiple John Cena's could take a gator, I say. I, thi- I think you just described a porn scenario too. One gator, <laughs> yeah, We one should John write Cena holds mouth shut. <laughs> we, sh- we should write this. Yeah, what are we doing this? We should write this porn. I would write porn, bad porn scripts all day. <laughs> um, We're in the wrong
1: line of work. Our OnlyFans
2: I'd- is going to blow up. I did see a video online posted by Keat246 on YouTube. An alligator can be seen lying in the grass with his okay. jaws open. And then a truck pushes the gator a little too far. And suddenly the gator leaps up, rips off the bumper and also dislodged the wheel guard in the process. Oh, yeah. So oh, be wow. careful. So, yeah, so you want to make no, sure you no, hold. No, no,
1: gators have power. If, you want to make sure you hold it shut. Yeah. So I think what we've determined is it takes one John Cena to 100. hold the mouth shut. Not even one, one John, John Cena to yeah. beat it. And then, the, and then you've got a, uh, and then you've got a third John Cena as a backup in case one John Cena gets caught in the jaws. I think you have, oh, yeah. you have, ha- you have half a John Cena because he's only clutching it with one
2: hand. Oh,
1: I, I think, I think if you're doing it right, you've got, you're using both hands. If you're John Cena, you're a smart guy and a professional wrestler. No, you're not. You know no, you're not. Both hands you're keep, not a smart guy to keep John that Cena. primary <laughs> weapon subdued while the other John Cena dropkicks it. Um, Uh, So much like my childhood growing up in the swamps of South Carolina presaged our John Cena v. Alligator topic, uh, there's been another sort of saying straight out of the 90s that has been driving the Internet wild over the last few years. Um, And what got me on this topic, and I'm just going to go ahead and lead with this audio because I think it's hilarious in its own right.
0: Have you ever wondered why the Simpsons cartoon predicts everything that happens? You ever wonder that?
2: TikTok's full of it, right?
0: The Simpsons, no, no, no. A demon used the medium of a Simpsons cartoon to make you think that this prophetic ability was natural when in essence it was nothing but supernatural. It was soothsaying the whole time.
1: All right. (laughs) All right. Good. It's good. Yeah, so this is Pastor Greg Locke. He's from, uh, uh, he is the uh, leader of Global Vision Bible Church, which has uh, megachurch written all over.
2: 100%. There's no way this guy doesn't bring in live camels during the nativity scene in Christmas. Oh, yeah, he can
1: afford live camels. Yeah. I mean, he's no Creflo Dollar, but he can (laughs) afford it. So I, I guess before we get into this, are you guys Simpsons fans? I used to be as a younger. I haven't really watched it recently,
2: but I definitely watched it as a younger lad for sure.
0: I'm a casual Simpsons fan.
1: I enjoy Simpsons. It's one of those things where it's like as like I'm pretty sure the show's been around longer than I have at this point just because they produce so many episodes. So over the course of its run, it started in the uh, it started in the 80s and it's run for 717
0: episodes so far. Wow. That's why why I consider myself a casual Simpsons fan. (laughs) So you're not going to catch up on all the
1: seasons? (laughs) I feel the same way about South Park at this point, too. South Park's been going since the Uh, uh, since the late 90s. It's been going since I've been in middle. It's been going since I've been in middle school. And I am proud to say
0: I've seen every single
2: episode. I'm a huge South Park fan. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm 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 only one season behind on South Park. I actually. All right.
1: All right. So we're bigger South Park fans.
0: I I keep up with that one. All
1: right. Well, do you guys want to talk about how South Park predicted the future instead of (laughs) the
2: Simpsons?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. That would be more appropriate. Yeah. So I, I guess the claim here. Is one that the Simpsons predicted the future, and two that Matt Gra- Matt Graining is uh, in league with the devil. Is it Graining? Now before we before we hit the record button, there was some there was some discussion about whether this was Graining or Groaning. It's Matt. I've and, always said Matt Groaning. Yeah, I've only heard, heard people say Matt Groaning. Uh oh. Um. Apparently. Uh, Google actually has a pronunciation guide yeah, with the audio, worked. so we're just gonna play worked. the audio.
2: Yeah, let's do that.
0: Matt Groening.
2: Oh, what? There's no way. <laughs> I I feel Matt like Groening. that's insane. Um, you you know no, you just type this. in
0: Groening.
1: You're just typing in Matt Groening and uh, playing that. There's no way you typed in Matt Groening. No, and, no, it, it's. I will I will I will send you the link right now. It's going right in
0: the chat. I'm going to put this on the list as to why I'm a bigger South Park fan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. That's yeah, we didn't even we didn't even know the guy's name.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: So, yeah, it it identifies him as American cartoonist Matt Groening. And it sounds like and oh, they have a slow version, too. All right, do that. Let's 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 slow jam it for let's slow jam it for the audience. You ready? Get, get your lovemaking lies on.
0: Matt Raining. Matt just, Raining.
1: That just feels disrespectful. <laughs> just. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, when we start our OnlyFans, Matt, your name can be Matt Groening. How about that?
2: I feel like I am, I am groaning over this reality. I feel like you know, we, we, we couldn't predict the name of the creator. What makes you think we can talk about the Simpsons prediction? I, does the Simpsons predict stuff? How the hell should we know? There's no way we- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I am I am at best a casual fan of The Simpsons. It's something that I'll watch every now and again. Um But to to kind of rewind us to what actually got us on this topic is there was a a video posted in which Greg Glock is Like yelling at his church about the six witches in their midst, and he has the names and he's gonna deliver the names. It turns out I I did some research into that first because I was I was thinking maybe we would do that as a topic. It turns out that Tennessee this is the headline on the article that I found out on. Tennessee preacher Greg Locke says demons told him names of witches in his church. So apparently conversing with demons is not a sin. Because a demon told him that? Is that
0: what you're saying? I have a lot of questions.
1: Yeah, he said like he's he's being very accusatory in that Simpsons clip. But apparently he's also been talking to demons. Yeah. Who are telling him the names of witches in his church, which seems like a violation of the demon witch contract.
0: <laughs> and if the demon, I don't know how angels work. Would could, would it be like angels instead or the demons telling on the angels? Is this dude the devil? Maybe, but like, OK, so the, the premise here is that there there are six witches that have
1: infiltrated his church. He knows their names because a demon told him the names of the witches. Like, was the demon, was the demon like humble bragging? Like, I got six witches in your church. Then he outsmarted the demon. Like, maybe this is a Johnny and the devil sort of situation.
0: It might be. You always, you always kind of have like that shady friend.
1: <laughs> We're know, the shady friends. That, it's like, us. So we are the shady friends. That,
0: <laughs> that, like, you need to keep them close just so you... You know, like everybody always had that like, well, I don't really smoke weed, but I know this guy in case I want to smoke. weed. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, but Uh, I was the guy that smokes weed. (laughs) (laughs) I was the guy that smokes weed. Matt's my shady friend. (laughs) (laughs) If I need drugs, I know who to talk to. (laughs) So so this demon
1: might be just
0: uh, this guy's drug dealer or something. I don't know.
2: Well, first of all, um, are there, I mean, um, the six witches. So he like knew. uh, I I'm just going to go ahead and say that um, there's no way that he didn't have inappropriate discussions with his women and he's trying to get ahead of it. That's what's happening here. He did,
1: he did something <laughs> See, really See, I told you there were witches exactly. that accused me of the sexual harassment. Exactly, exactly. That's, that, that's what I think is going on here. A hashtag me too in the Holy Spirit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just to circle back to the Simpsons thing real quick, a question I have is so is the devil, how does the devil work like Time travel wise. In mysterious ways. Are we saying well, like like does the devil live like in multiple times? Because I would think that's more of a Xenu thing. I feel like he'd be the one that's more on board with, you know. Well
1: if you're if you're in, if you go to a universalist church, there's no distinction between Zenu and Jesus. Or oh, the yeah. devil. I guess. <laughs> So over the course of over the course of the last few years, The Simpsons, one way or another, have accurately predicted a lot of different things. So most recently, uh, obviously, we we've been dealing with uh, wall to wall coverage of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, uh, which The Simpsons featured in a 1998 episode. Yeah. Then in 2000, they also uh, had an episode featuring Donald Trump as the recent president. Uh, so in in the Simpson in this Simpsons episode, Lisa is the president, and the previous president Donald Trump has really left her a mess, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: which I think is a fair prediction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's look, let's look at that. Like these are the, these are the sorts of things that are being attributed to the prophetic vision or the demons speaking to Matt Groening. Um, I hate it so much. The Russian invasion of Ukraine. I mean, the Soviet union broke up and you have to figure for all of the writers and everybody involved with the production of the Simpsons in 1998, the vast majority of their life was spent under the specter of a, uh, of a Soviet invasion or Soviet military incursion. So I don't think it is hard for them to imagine Russians exactly. as the bad guys, yeah. sort of reconstituting their own empire.
2: I think the exact same thing. I I think that um that I'm much more impressed with the Donald Trump prediction, if we're calling it that. I'm using air quotes for prediction, folks. Um, but I think the um, so for those if, of you
1: at home, Matt has Matt has made air quotes for you.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I I I don't think it's at our own possibility that to know that. To figure, sometime in the next century, that Russia is going to invade Ukraine. You know, and they have 700 episodes. Yeah. They got to go. They got to. They got to do something. He
1: got to do something original. Statistically speaking, I mean, that's 717 episodes. That's multiplied by multiplied by the 23 minute runtime, and that gets you somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 thousand minutes to just you know shoot random things out into the universe.
0: Some of it's going to stick. Some something has to happen.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> as far as the Donald Trump being president. That might seem like a long shot prediction in you know, 2016 yeah. to 2020, but Donald Trump has been outspoken politically since the 1980s. And he was actually on the Reform Party presidential ticket uh, for the 2000 election, although Donald Trump is often depicted as a political novice. It actually wasn't even his first run at president in
0: 2016.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he ran for president in 2000. So the fact that they predicted Donald Trump being president in 2000 is not that crazy.
0: Well, in what what year did The Apprentice come out? Uh, I want to say 2007, 2008. I feel like it was. I feel like it was earlier than that. It might have been earlier because I only watched the celebrity version because I'm a I'm an elitist prick. Because, yeah, I just feel like around 2000, Donald Trump was becoming hot shit, like as far as a a name. And so, again, that wouldn't be that insane to throw out there. Yes.
1: So The Apprentice, uh, The Apprentice first uh, first aired in 2004, and it was it basically launched the rebranding of Donald Trump. So he'd always been kind of a public figure and a socialite in the 80s and 90s. And then he had his bankruptcies in the mid 90s. And then he came back in 2004 and basically just branded himself successful. And uh, it's just been nothing but caviar dreams ever since.
2: One thing, uh, Donald Trump definitely withdrew from the race. So he didn't make it to Election Day. Or in the, t- the Yeah, he didn't make election. it to Election Day, yeah, but he
1: did, he did run for president, which oh, I think is a 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. In the reform party, for sure. Yeah. So that, that's definitely more of an in, uh, inspired by true uh, by true possible events. What they might not have predicted was him running as a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> So I would say um, let's let's go ahead and give a final determination on this one. I, I I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the with 717 episodes and a couple movies under their belt, the odds of The Simpsons actually accurately predicting a handful of things is really high.
2: I think so too. I think the, the yeah, it's a numbers game at this point.
1: Yeah, and there's a there's a bunch of other stuff that's uh, that's predicted, but I, I I think it's just statistical coincidences. And
0: I think this preacher is. Uh is confusing the devil with Xenu because I think Xenu is more capable of time traveling abilities. I'll leave, I'll leave it there. Does Xenu, I don't, I maybe, I don't know enough about Scientology because I didn't watch
1: all those South Park episodes. Uh, But does Xenu, does Xenu
0: time travel? I mean, he's an alien, so I, I, I figure he can, he probably figured it out.
1: I feel like if you have the technology to fill your spaceship full of alien souls so you can dump them into a Hawaiian volcano, you probably have the power to time travel also. Oh yeah. I'm a big sci-fi nerd fan. Those things go hand in hand. <laughs> Famously, the the Simpsons also correctly predicted the in 1992 that the Washington uh the Washington football team, formerly known as currently known as what is it, the Commanders? Uh, Commanders. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, imagine that chant in the stadium. It's
2: going to be terrible.
0: Commanders. Yeah, I saw a joke like, uh, like, what do you call them for short? Because, you know, you got like comes the comes the The commies, commies. (laughs) the commies. It's just (laughs) (laughs) like, hell yeah, go commies.
1: I was hoping uh, I saw some mockups where people were suggesting they become the Washington Red Tails uh you know the world war historically world 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 war 2 war black fighter pilots what a what a great rebound that would have been said they went yeah. with the washington that, commanders they're like they couldn't they couldn't
0: give us that that would have made way <laughs> too much sense yeah yeah it was great branding you got like just liked world football war team <laughs> yeah. like just a yeah. football team What's more American football than the football team? <laughs> yeah, it's like you go, to the, you
1: go to the Kroger and you get the store brand football team.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it's the magic
0: stars to your Tennessee Titans. They, they stayed it long enough to meet. I was just on board. I was like, this is football team. I'm with it. <laughs> I can't root for the commanders. So, um, but Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl
1: records are not. That's a good transition here because obviously we can go. Super you guys were Bowl talking. About, you guys are just talking about football and you can't come up with a transition.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is Are you serious right now? Maybe that's our hey, transition. Speaking of
1: football, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope that stays. commander. so that's will, <laughs> I can, I, think we're, I think we're there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we are. The Commanders will not win a Super Bowl. The football team would have. But speaking of not winning Super Bowls, I have a topic from r slash no stupid questions posted by Purple God and Violet, which is what is the most loss as a team you can is that, am I reading that right? I know. Does that that you is grammatically grammatical right,
1: incorrect it is. as written. Yeah, <laughs> this is, this yeah. is parentheses
0: sick question mark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just making sure. What is the most? What, what are the most losses a team can face in American football but still win the Super Bowl? You win the internet editorial award for the day for <laughs> managing
1: to get through that.
0: <laughs> managing to get through that no stupid my, questions with the terrible grammar. My, my brain broke for a minute. I was like, wait, I don't have great grammar. Am I doing this right? Well, here's the thing.
1: Uh, uh, anything posted to r/slash No
0: Stupid Questions is
1: immediately given a pass. It is not a stupid question. Even that doesn't if it's mean grim- the person asking, asking it isn't stupid. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't like to, we don't like to cast aspersions on the question askers um, from r/slash No Stupid Questions. But we will make an exception. With I'm this just saying guy. they may not be immune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so purple, god and violet. Uh, we, we would just ask you to spell check, grammar check before you post any future No, not not stupid questions, because you could give us pause and we don't want that. Uh, how does first of all, I guess, how does a team get to the
0: Super Bowl, Ryan? To get to the Super Bowl, you have to make the playoffs and then you have to win out in the playoffs. So okay. you have to and to get to the playoffs, you have to either win your division, which there are four teams in every division and you just have to be the most winning team in the division and then now there are 3 wild card teams which is just the next best winner every football schedule you have to play each team in your division twice okay and then as long as you as long as you beat those teams
1: then you're the as long as you have a better record than those teams you are at the top of the division and you make it to the playoffs
0: yeah so I think uh, it was a few years ago, I believe. The Panthers made the playoffs with a losing schedule just because the division was so bad. Interesting. Oh, wow. So this isn't
1: without precedent. Uh, a losing team can make it to the Super Bowl.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, in by theory. Lo- lo-
2: by a losing team, you just mean the record to have more losses than wins.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, they went into the playoffs at seven and nine. Wow. Back when it was a 16 game season. Yeah. Okay. And they lost in the first round of the playoffs.
2: Unsurprising. Um, <laughs> <yeah>.
0: <laughs> no, they, they did have a losing record going <laughs> which, in. <laughs> which I believe one of the giant Super Bowls, they either they were a wild card, either at seven and nine or eight and eight. And they won the Super oh, wow. Bowl. Wow. Yeah, You know what? As a uh, as a as a
1: natural born New England Patriots fan and Tom Brady fanboy, uh, it always like. I I have a I have a sneak like I'm not a religious man. (laughs) I'm not a religious man, but I I can't help but think that Eli Manning was sent to earth to humble better quarterbacks than himself uh, because he has the same number of Super Bowl rings as Peyton Manning, who I think is a vastly superior quarterback. And he's defeated Tom Brady in a Super Bowl
0: twice, which just is not right. It just it, it, it tastes wrong. Brady just is afraid of the color blue, man. That's just it. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> what What are the most losses that a team can face in American football but still win the Super
0: Bowl? I think everyone in your division would have to tie. I'm yeah, thinking yeah you that would, seems right. I'm thinking you would have to tie every game in your division and then you would have to lose every game out of your division. and then just have and then just be up on points
1: when it comes time for the tiebreaker. Yeah. So that gives you your two possibilities that you that you're working with, which is fewest wins, which is zero and six ties or most losses, which is three wins, three wins and 14 losses. But what are some other losses that a team could uh, that a team could experience? Like what if uh, what if the entire roster goes like gets on a private plane to fly to their next game and then the plane crashes and then you have to call up guys from the street? And just play walk-ins from your city like it's a uh, like it's a Mighty Ducks movie, <laughs>
0: or the replacements. Is
1: which, that is that is that
0: is yes. that literally the plot of the replacements? Well, it's not quite. I think, not it's, quite, a, I
1: think it's, it's not quite. They're
2: striking. I think they're, they're striking for money or something like that.
0: The players are yeah, they're all striking. So uh, they're bringing in the, the Washington Reeves for some reason. Yeah, they bring in Joe Falco. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, and then the 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 replacements bring them to the playoffs. Or
1: that is a that is a heartwarming tale. I, I as a as a New England fan, I, I have to tell you that the greatest loss that a, any team could experience would be the loss of Tom Brady and still make it to the playoffs. So <laughs> congratulations, c- congratulations, Mac Jones for leading the squad. I guess. <laughs> oh, Mac. They could they could lose sponsorships.
2: I feel like I still make it to the playoffs. They can um, you know, you could you could break up with your girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> you know, you could experience, <laughs> you know, uh, how about this? Brett, Brett Favre, he played the, Brett Favre played the night his dad died uh, and he played a football game. So oh. I think he experienced a hell of a loss and still won the game. It might have been a playoff actually I'm not
0: not 100% sure Well my dad actually went to He was in PE with Brett Favre's dad Well actually with Brett Favre And Brett Favre's dad was his uh, Brett Favre's dad was a PE teacher
1: That's hilarious That's a a TV show waiting to be written right now (laughs) Wow Yeah I I was about to say he was in PE with Brett Favre And Brett Favre's dad was His dad was just still in the third grade
0: (laughs) Oh yeah yeah. (laughs) Brett Favre's dad is a Real dummy Not not a smart man (laughs) Oh, but I tell
1: you what, he killed it on the eraser drills being 30 years older than anybody else in the class.
0: <laughs> He's like, shuttle run, motherfucker. <laughs> he dominated Foursquare. Like absolute <laughs> domination. He once decapitated a kid in Tetherball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just love the idea of Brett Favre's dad just being a brute murdering children in PA.
0: Um <coughs> Man and again, if if the football team just would have been would have been actually no, they went to the playoffs at seven and nine last year too. Oh, but they so they made the playoffs and they lost their team immediately. They they yeah yeah they lost their team name and made
1: they, it to the playoffs. Lost, That's a fucking accomplishment. <laughs> 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 they lost their identity. It was like a uh, memento or it was the fifty-first dates of football. And they were, and, and the Washington football team was a racist Drew Barrymore.
0: <laughs> uh, but speaking of racist Drew Barrymore's. Uh, <laughs> I can just, all I can think about is just how drastically different 51st States would have been if Drew Barrymore's character was just giant racist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> would have made more money. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Uh, but speaking of making money in questionable ways, I was – actually, this is this rumor started offline for me. So I was having dinner with some friends a few weeks ago, and my friend mentioned that an Amish bakery was shut down for selling whoopie pies made with breast milk. <laughs> How did they crack the case on that one? All right, so I, I guess – how did they crack the case would be uh, lab testing. But I think the, fir- the first thing, the first question that I have to ask you two, my co host is are you familiar with what a whoopie pie is? 100%. Yeah. It's basically two chocolate cakes sandwiched around uh, <laughs> a cream filling.
0: Is it essentially the same thing as a moon pie or is are there differences? The, but it's it's basically a moon yeah, pie, basically. Right? It, it, it's yeah. like a version of it. Or like a oatmeal cookie. So I I actually just a thing that we we've always known them as moon pies.
1: Yeah. So there there is some controversy uh, regarding the place of origin of the whoopie or moon pie. And I actually sit a straddle two of the two of the claimants. So um, people in Maine claim that they invented the whoopie pie, and people in Pennsylvania also claim it. So I'm I'm kind of a hybrid. I've got a lot of I've got a lot of skin in this game.
2: You're winning either way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've got a lot of skin in this game, but according to uh, according to this rumor, the Amish have a lot of breast milk in it. So so as I was sitting there at dinner, my friend told me, hey, this is real. You can look it up on Facebook and anything, and everything, which
0: gave me pause. <laughs> can you look it up on because, Facebook?
1: <laughs> so is this topic actually true now based on the source? <laughs> <laughs> so I did. Uh, you know, I, I Googled it and I, I came up dry. So then I started looking for it on Facebook and I found it on a group called Visit Lancaster County and the article was posted on March 5th 2019 oh, from a web uh, from a website called peopleoflancaster.com um so i mean it looks legit it's got a little green check mark by it but the article is dead the site is down fortunately for us the internet is full of perverts and spies and i was able to use the wayback machine to uncover the historical truth of this article so i open up the website which basically claims that uh a company called Yoder's Bakery in Burdenhand, Pennsylvania, which is a real town about twenty-five minutes from where I live, that they were they were shut down after lab testing showed that there was breast milk in the whoopie pies.
0: Who was paying the so uh, that, test was, that pies? was my question is after lab testing. <coughs> so who who tasted that whoopie pie I was like yeah. oh, I know I, I, I know <laughs> as, where that came from. <laughs> I know uh, I know that
1: anywhere. But uh, Well, they they actually sent it to an Amish lab. It was Jebediah who dipped his finger in, tasted it, and he's like, oh, that's Mary's brand. (laughs) Ezekiel confirmed it. Uh, I was just going to say Ezekiel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like, I second that opinion. Lab results complete. So, uh... I could not find a Yoder's Bakery in Burden Hand. However, I did find Yoder's Country Market, which does have a bakery that sells whoopie oh, pies. They, they probably got shut down then. it's probably the one. Yeah. So from from a plausibility standpoint, this is hewing fairly close to actual uh, actual verification. However, upon further inspection of the people of Lancaster archived site, This is set up like a regular local news site. They have a link to a related article that just says, More news. Gay deer have Quarryville residents in an uproar. So, yeah, yeah. I I think it's safe to assume that this is internet satire. Here are some of their most read stories Amish porn ring busted in Strasbourg. Toddler cheesing has gone viral, but is it child abuse? And it's got a picture of a baby with a slice of cheese on its face.
2: That cheesing
1: is also from uh, South Park, I'll have you know. Yeah, there's a cheesing episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Governor Wolf bans smoking in cars with passengers under 18 and gay deer have Quarryville residents in an uproar. So like some of these huge, pretty close. That, that, that's the thing that bothers me with uh, internet satire these days is it's so close to the truth as to become completely plausible, which is why I hate the Borowitz report. Or McSweeney's. McSweeney's, they don't mind because McSweeney's, I know, is always parody. There's yep. no, ne- it's never not parody, uh, and it's also. I just want to know clever. more about the
0: gay deer. That sounds like a beautiful story. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's I you want know that, it's just buck fuck bucks. I want that Disney show. I want the Disney movie. Just it's buck. They're buck fucking. fuckers. Buck fuckers. <laughs> Welcome to buck. It fuckers. sounds so beautiful.
1: <laughs> well, you know what we have? We have kind of a. a kind of an intermittent topic on this show where I try to ruin a Disney movie and the the fact is that uh, Disney's Bambi
2: ruined their own movie. Yeah.
1: It, yeah, they ruined themselves pretty much with Bambi. <laughs> Just- Disney's Bambi is about the fear that single mothers raise homosexual men. He falls in with a group of with a, group with co- a bunch of, of thumpers. <laughs> yeah, he, he falls in with a group of woodland creatures with members like Flower and Thumper and ultimately the 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 forest is ablaze. One might say flaming. Yeah. And then a strong masculine father figure appears to take him out uh, to to lead him to safety. And then Bambi grows up to be a strong, powerful, uh, you know, buck who definitely fucks ladies. Checks out. So most Disney movies have a core of intense. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying like, how do we know Bambi's gay in the movie? Because he hangs oh, out with, with the, painting thing. Because he hangs out with flower and Thumper. Yeah, yeah, Thumper is a gay, and name it's only by sure. the example. Is- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know that I want to categorize Thumper. I've not met any gay men named Thumper, but I think there's definitely an implication there. <laughs> Final ruling here: um, No, this is not true. This is a uh, this is a local parody site that has gone under. I'm uh, so disappointed. Uh, Would you eat breast milk? S- bit- absolutely not. What? Well, th- and, and well. Actually, <laughs> and that's where that's where that's where things get interesting, I think, because in researching this topic, I found out that there was actual there were lab results uh, in There's the form no of way. clinical research that the nutritional value of old order Mennonite breast milk actually conferred more immunity to allergies to uh, to infants. That makes sense. So their breast and it has to do with exposure to allergens on farms and and the way their lifestyle exposes them to things that people living in, you know, air conditioned houses that are hermetically sealed off against the environment. Don't, uh, that's why my house is filthy because I love my children.
0: Yeah, I have a nine month old, so it just, it, it just hits too close to home. I don't,
1: (laughs) you've probably been inundated with the, uh, I'm not going to ask you about whether
0: you're breast milk or formula, because (laughs) I don't think that's our audience here. (laughs) Well, we, we are both, but we were just (laughs) breast milk. And so now I'm just like, Oh, But I think regular milk's gross, so I definitely don't want it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, So, yeah, they they did find that that this Amish breast milk might actually be better for babies and adults. Uh, I did recently find another article online. There's a young woman from Atlanta who has recently quit her bartending job in order to breastfeed her boyfriend full time.
0: Oh, God. I wonder if I know them. Yeah, all right, Matt? <laughs> this is gross. Yeah, this is gross. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I know. Uh, well, has your
1: alive. bartender gone missing? Did she
0: make the best Irish coffees you know, in a, town? A friend of mine did leave the company, and now I feel like I need to call her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what have, what have you been up to?
1: This woman was named Jennifer Mulford. Oh, uh, I don't know her. I don't know her either. <laughs> uh, but apparently her boyfriend, a guy named Brad Leeson, is a bodybuilder. And the nutritional impact of breast milk is so valuable to him that he is willing to support her while she supports basically becomes a dairy farm. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's like a lot of people bought like Keurigs and like home roasting equipment for their coffee or like this is just home. This is just home brewing your dairy and protein.
2: um, One thing I'll say is that, you know, this boyfriend and everyone else is consuming breast milk consensually. If you're just putting it in whoopie pies and selling it without explicitly telling people there's breast milk in it, you are definitely in, that's an ethical lapse, 100%.
1: Okay, I'd buy that. Uh, Do you think that they're making a mistake by not marketing it as breast milk whoopie pies? I think they're breaking the law by not marketing it
2: as such. I think think there's a a
0: moral I definitely think there there. is a market for that. Someone, Someone would want it. Brad oh, yeah. Leeson would want it just for his cheat day I, fu- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I knew a
2: dude in the army uh I knew a dude in the army who was uh dating uh, a nursing mother and he says he has tried the breast milk and he did and hes, a, he's a, you know what I didn't hate it is what he said so, okay, there you go and he's much more help he, uh, his, run- his run time went down <laughs> real quick
1: after that. <laughs> tell you what, my baby loves it and he's all over the place. So much energy. Yeah, I mean, my, yeah, there you go. Yeah. My kid's yeah, all about it and on the
0: pounds. <laughs> I,
2: I, I'm sure I was, too, when I was his age. Yeah,
0: my kid's all about it. You know, she, all uh, she, 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 but she she also eats mashed green beans. I'm not going to eat that. So <laughs> <laughs> right. also, what of that, us should go where... on the baby. Talk? Also, what, what was his name? Brad Leeson. I wonder if there's like a lot of baby talk in that house. <laughs> do you think there might it's be some like, diaper play too? oh Oh, one hundred percent. There's no way. There's no way.
2: Yeah, of course. Of course. Baby <laughs> wants bottle. Oh god. Yeah.
1: Baby wants pampered right now. Oh god. <laughs> He's like doing this.
0: They
1: got a sandbox. Well, the, the, the good news is they do make di- They do make diapers for adults. So I mean, De- well, well, this is depends. a completely realistic and livable fetish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does.
1: <laughs> I think there's a, there's a lag. I, you in my know, audio. I always wondered about that because, like, I always thought that was really interesting because you see, like, adult diapers and and things like that, and they always have like super attractive models. They're just like conventionally good looking people in their like t- late twenties to mid thirties. <laughs> it's just it's just like a cool, confident businesswoman well, standing in there in her adult store, diaper. It's
0: like the adult diapers are directly next to the bathroom. I'm like, that's just fantastic marketing. Like if you don't feel like (laughs) this, like I'm, I'm having to stop what I'm doing to go pee and I've had this handsome dude just sitting here like Superman in his adult diaper. I'm like, man, you're so much smarter than me.
1: (laughs) I I just, I I just think it is a really weird. Like, I I just think it's a really weird advertising choice. And, And I'm not saying that young attractive people don't have continence issues. Like, It is something that happens. It it is a medical condition that people can have. But I don't think the core demographic of people using adult diapers are young, confident professionals in their mid-30s. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But you know what you can depend on that isn't a diaper? That would be illustrious Rick Reynolds. That's right. The music of Rick Reynolds always. What's a good good diaper verb? (laughs) Uh, It's always shitting in our heart. (laughs) Sharting? Sharting?
2: (laughs) Uh, but the, the music of Rick—he's uh, just shitting out good tunes.
1: <laughs> the
2: man, the music of Rick Reynolds
1: music. is never full of shit. Into yeah, a very comfortable
0: good. package. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, you will never, uh, you, you can always depend on it and you'll never find it in a diaper. The music of Rick Reynolds can be found, however, on Apple, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. You can also find them on YouTube and at Rick Reynolds on Instagram.
2: And we're on social media too. You can find RecordPod on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. We have a Facebook listener group and a like page. Uh, and we also have a RecordPod at gmail.com email account. Please send us all of your best, um, all of your breast milk puns. And all of, uh,
1: <laughs> and all, of the, and all of the better f- Washington football team names. But if you're interested in animals that don't have nipples, you can get your fill of that on Ryan's show,
0: Shrimp and Crits. Uh, yeah, you can find us anywhere on social media at Shrimp and Crits. We mostly just use Twitter and uh, Instagram. and uh, And yeah, we actually just started our Patreon, so you can find us on there again just shrimp and crits uh and yep
1: and i will tell you that their, i will tell you that their bonus content does deliver so uh, without further ado here is the shrimp and crits promo
0: Hey, sorry to interrupt your favorite podcast, but I'm here to tell you about Shrimp and Crits, an actual play podcast with a southern twist. My name is Ian, and I am the keeper for this show as we play Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. If you like the sound of swampy monster mayhem, gators gone shopping, and magical fairy mischief, you'll be right at home in the remote panhandle town of Cochica, Florida, where spooky danger has begun to wash ashore. Shrimp and Crits is the story of Sarah Payne the Mundane.
2: All I'm asking for is answers. That's all
0: I'm looking for is the truth Ari Green the searcher you know the proclamations of the fame I suggest you follow them from now on and Ray Ray the most mundane monstrous you will ever meet Mr. Zeus I'm a, I'm a big fan I, I knew you were I knew you were real um, and Ray Ray's just like bowing in front of this swan as they fumble their way through protecting their skeptical town from mysterious evils we release new episodes every other Monday on the podcatcher of your choice hope to see you soon in sunny Gullicochica
1: so tune in to, uh, tune in to shrimp and crits. Uh, as we said earlier, this episode, it posts every other Monday in the meantime, between episodes, you can find both don't wreck yourself and shrimp and crits on the cast junkie discord server. You'll find the link in the show notes. We've got a channel there. You can feel free to come in, talk to us about the show. Latest episode, tell jokes. And, uh, it's uh, the don't wreck yourself. Uh, the don't wreck yourself channel is the best way to get in contact with every Ryan on this show. <laughs> <laughs> for this for this episode. We tend to hang out. Um, if between now and next week you find yourself hovering over that share button wondering how many John Cena's it takes to produce enough breast milk for a whoopie pie and you don't have time for and you don't have time to wait for our next show. <laughs> did I already say that? I probably already yeah. did. It doesn't matter. We encourage you to check yourself. Don't wreck yourself.
0: We are united but we're so far apart and it won't change
1: Oh. So, uh, without further ado, here is the Shrimp and Crits promo. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. Ian saying things. Then Hi, you saying welcome things. the Shrimp and, and Crits. Cap saying things. And I everybody
0: everybody am gets Sorry,